Welcome to Street Knowledge with Chris Graham. Who should lead the investigation into the Augusta County conflict of interest case? Chris Graham here, and I'm going to lay out a case for Augusta County Commonwealth Attorney Tim Martin to perhaps consider recusing himself. Martin, under state law, is in charge of the investigation of two members of the Board of Supervisors who allegedly use their position to try to retaliate against the state employee. Now, the question is being asked. I've gotten this question from a few readers uh, in the last day or so. Um, is there a conflict of interest element in Martin's relationship with the Board of Supervisors that should lead to an appointment of a special prosecutor to investigate the case? Let's examine the facts. First, some background on constitutional offices in Virginia. The Commonwealth Attorney position that Martin has held since 2016 is one of five constitutional offices in the county that are filled in general elections, along with the sheriff, treasurer, commissioner of the revenue, and clerk of circuit court. In theory, the people elected to lead these offices are supposed to be independent of county government. Virginia leaders, when they set things up a long time ago, envisioned having an independent revenue commissioner, an independent treasurer, etc., serving as a check and balance in the local governing body and administration. In practice, things don't always work out the way the founders intended. Now, with regard to Martin and the Commonwealth Attorney's Office, his specific purview is the prosecution of felony, misdemeanor, and traffic cases in Augusta County, which are all matters that would appear on the surface to have little or no intersection with the administration of local government. Now, that job, I, I want to note, is separate and distinct from the job of county attorney. Those are two very different jobs. The county attorney's job is the management, charge, and control of all legal business of the county, and the county attorney is also the legal advisor of the Board of Supervisors, county administrator, in the various departments of county government. So very different. Uh, Commonwealth attorney focus is felony, misdemeanor, traffic cases. County attorney is management, charge, and control of all legal business of the county, legal business of the county. So now let's get to the nexus services part of this story. Now, where Martin may have, emphasis on may have, blurred the line between his job as Commonwealth's attorney uh, was in remarks he directed at Scott Seaton, who represents the Wayne District on the Board of Supervisors, at an October 12, 2022 Board of Supervisors meeting. Martin, in those remarks, insinuated Seaton was among those acting in league with protesters, and notably those backing the protest, more on that in a minute, seeking to push the sheriff's office to outfit its deputies and vehicles with body and dash cams. That's a policy that Seton has been an outspoken advocate for, but the Board of Supervisors and the Sheriff, Donald Smith, have consistently pushed back against. Martin, in his remarks uh, on October 12, 2022, cast the protest over body and dash cams as being about something else entirely. Uh, I'll, I'll read this quote from his speech. It's got some salty language. There's a chant that goes one, two, three, all the way up to 12, but before 12, they say fuck 12. That's another way of saying fuck the police. They chant that Donald Smith's a predator, which is a lie. They say blue lives, which means the lives of uh, police officers don't exist. This hasn't been about body cameras. Don't fool yourself, Martin said. He was making the case that the protests were backed by Nexus Services. Um, even though he didn't address them by name, he made it pretty clear in his remarks that uh, the Nexus Services folks whose principles are facing a litany of local, state, and federal uh, criminal and civil court cases related to alleged fraudulent personal business activities were behind the protest. Um, quote, quoting again from Martin's uh, remarks on October 12, 2022, they say, I'm corrupt. They have sued me three times. Why do you think they say that? They, they say that because I, contrary to popular opinion, am the chief law enforcement officer for this jurisdiction, and they don't want to be prosecuted. That's, again, continuing the they's here are the Nexus Services principles. And um, 
you know, basically he talked about a common theme. There was another long quote listing other people that they say are corrupt. They being the Nexus folks that say are corrupt, including the former attorney general of Virginia, Mark Herring, the current attorney general of New York, Letitia James, who sued them, uh, the FBI, who's investigated um, all people who have tried to all people who have tried to help people that they have harmed, uh, quoting Martin uh, in his remarks from October 12, 2022. Now, the local battle between Nexus services and the county government uh, on protest lines and in courtrooms, etc., has been ongoing for years. And it's cast a long shadow over a lot of items of public policy debates in the county. And I say unfortunately, because it's just ridiculous how this has cast such a shadow as it has. And it, that has wrapped up the uh, the police um, body and dash cams issue, too, which are now standard issue uh, in law enforcement circles. Circles, The basics there, that uh, what what has been the case for a few years in Augusta County is if the Nexus Services side publicly backs a policy proposal, county leaders then automatically stand in opposition, and including on this body and dash cam issue. And interestingly, a public survey commissioned by the county uh, that was released earlier this year showed – Massive sub- public support for the uh, body and dash cams. 90% of county residents surveyed expressing support for the body and dash cams. 90%. Um, back to that o- October 12, 2022 meeting, Martin also that night called out three county businessmen, Frank Root, Thomas Sheets, and Julian Moffat, tying them to the protest and the Nexus Services crowd as well. He would later apologize for those criticisms. Um, in fact, it was at the next meeting that a letter was read uh, in which um, Martin apologized publicly. He'd already apologized, he said, behind the scenes pu- uh, privately. But also at that October 12, 2022 meeting, uh, Martin offered strong words aimed at a fourth county business and a businessman, a man named Scott Klein, uh, who you may or may not remember. But back in 2019, he was behind a pack that helped sponsor an ad campaign demanding that Donald Smith, quote, answer questions about a federal labor trafficking investigation, quote, or immediately design. Uh, resign, excuse me. Um, Martin, at that October 12th, 2022 Board of Supervisors meeting, said in words directed at Seton that Klein, a friend of a political campaign donor to Seton, quote, has an obsession with Smith that is, quote, sick and messed up, and told Seton that Klein is, quote, not someone you should rely on. Martin concluded his remarks that night with this advice for Seton regarding his public support for body and dash cams in the context of the then ongoing protests. Quote, I'd have to say I wouldn't be a lawyer if I didn't tell you, you represent the county. They've threatened to sue the county. It's a good idea to be quiet. Now, while Martin, as noted later, apologized publicly to Roots, Sheets, and Moffat, he did not offer an apology to Klein or to Seton for the insinuations that Seton was tied to the body cam protest and thus, by extension, to the principals at Nexus Services. So now let's get into the criminal complaint. Um, addressed this uh, in a uh, talk yesterday. Uh, where this presents evidence of possible conflict of interest for the Commonwealth's attorney is the matter before Martin involving the two Board of Supervisors members, Gerald Garber and Jeffrey Slavin, accused of trying to retaliate against a state employee, also involved Seton. The criminal complaint at the heart of the investigation was filed by a Waynesboro resident named Cheryl Helsel, uh, an animal care inspector with the Virginia Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services. The complaint alleges that Garber, who represents the Middle River District on the Board of Supervisors, and Slavin, who represents the North River District on the Board, conspired to get her fired from her job because of her work with Seton to address issues with the decades-long illegal assessment of impoundment fees by the Regional Animal Shelter. In the complaint, Helso alleges that Garber and Slavin met with Dr. Charles Broadus, the state veterinarian, and David McGreevy, the deputy director of the VDAX Regional Office in Harrisonburg, in June to inform the two of Helso's plans to meet with Seton 
to discuss the animal uh, shelter issue. According to Helsel's complaint, Garber and Slavin, quote, made the allegation that this was a conflict of interest because of my official role as the state animal care inspector. The issue raised by the supervisors led to a meeting for Helsel in Richmond with, quote, my supervisor, manager, and director, according to the complaint, in which Helsel was notified, quote, that this matter was being investigated. So the complaint led to an investigation. Quote, the result of this review was that I had not violated law or policy. That's uh, what Helsel wrote in her complaint. My right to engage with elected officials is protected by the Virginia Personnel Act, as well as several other rights protected by law. So the effort to get her retaliated against, perhaps fired, uh, was unsuccessful on the part of uh, Garber and Slavin. Quoting again from the complaint, Supervisor Gerald Garber and Supervisor Jeffrey Slavin committed an act of prohibited conduct under the state and local government conflict of interest act. They used their public positions to retaliate against me for expressing views on matters of public concern. I believe they were also attempting to circumvent my meeting with Supervisor Seaton and my attendance at the June 28, 2023 meeting of the U.S. County Board of Supervisors. As she did note in the complaint that she went ahead and met with Seaton, and she also spoke at the supervisors meeting. Garber and Slavin also wrote circumvented the process for in place for raising issues with the conduct of state employees by not following proper channels. In the event that the county had genuine concern regarding the integrity of animal shelter inspection activities, she wrote, the county administrator or his appropriate staff member should have contacted a supervisor or manager. Two board members acting in their own accord to contact the state veterinarian director uh, directly within minutes of viewing a social media post, uh, which was uh, what led Garber to contact the state veterinarian in the first place. Uh, and and speak is a malicious maneuver of retaliation, uh, Elsel wrote. So that's the summar, summarizing the criminal complaint. Now, the case for recusal. The allegations that Martin is being asked to investigate ironically involve a possible criminal violation of the state and local government conflict of interest acts. The irony here being Martin himself could easily be viewed as being conflicted in this matter. It's still very much hanging out there that Martin directed uh, strong comments at Seton at the height of public protest about the board's discussions over policy regarding body and dash cams. And the comment that they've threatened to sue the county, that they being by insinuation the principles of Nexus Services, so it's a good idea to be quiet, certainly could come across as unsolicited legal advice that would overstep the bounds of what an elected Commonwealth attorney should be offering to an individual member of the Board of Supervisors. Again, I mentioned earlier, Commonwealth attorney. Uh, by state law is uh, focused uh, on criminal matters, uh, felonies, misdemeanors, traffic offenses. There's a county attorney in Augusta County who advises the Board of Supervisors, county administrator, and, and, and state, uh, uh, excuse me, county agencies uh, on uh, county legal matters. So uh, overstepping the bounds there, it, it does seem that that could be the case here. Next, the criminal, criminal complaint filed by Helsel directly involves Scott Seaton. I mentioned that earlier. She is alleging that two Board of Supervisors members tried to get her fired from her state job because she was planning to meet with Seton and speak in support of his position on a public policy issue in front of the board. Now, Martin is on his way to a third term as Commonwealth attorney. He's unopposed in this upcoming election, this, which is just next Tuesday. And aside from this one significant slip up, referring to the remarks of October 12, 2022, um, for which he offered a public, uh, a public apology to three people mentioned in the remarks, Martin has otherwise presented himself as an able local prosecutor and an honorable man. I, I, I know him. Uh, I've known him for years. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not suggesting here at all that he is dishonorable in any way, shape or form. I, I, I am saying, and he might even concede that 
his remarks in that October 12th, 2022 Board of Supervisors meeting were way over the line in lots of respects. But in this specific instance related to the criminal complaint lodged against the two sitting members of the Board of Supervisors in a matter involving a third who was the subject of a public dressing down by Martin, it's hard to argue there isn't at least an appearance of a conflict of interest on the part of Martin. And even the appearance of conflict of interest is significant in these kind of cases. This criminal complaint cannot sit on a shelf collecting dust. And because of that, Tim Martin needs to recuse himself from the investigation of this case and seek an appointment of a special prosecutor to lead the investigation. It needs to be above board. Someone who is not involved in county politics, which are so tainted right now, should not be investigating this case. This case is too important. Uh, for the citizens of Augusta County to get it fair one way or the other, if if an outsider determines that uh, you know this doesn't that, that the actions of Garber and Slavin do not rise to the level of criminality, that's that's fair. Uh, but uh, it, it, I th- I think and I think a lot of folks think uh, that this case deserves um, to be treated as fairly as possible, uh, and uh, I'm not sure that uh, our our Commonwealth attorney. Because of his uh, many conflicts and his heart in this environment, Augusta County to not have conflicts, given the the tone of things the last several years, it's just going to be hard to say that uh, that no one in this situation is conflicted. So, um, we will continue to follow the story, of course, on Augusta Free Press. If you have any questions, any comments, anything to ask me about regarding this story or related stories in Augusta County politics. Please feel free to email me at chris at augustafreepress.com.